Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest late at night surprising you on a Thursday into Friday it is Jeremy Scott somewhere between abnormal and paranormal I hope you're all doing well there's some crazy stuff going on did you catch my drift if those of you are watching over on Facebook and YouTube saw the graphic you might have an indication for for what we're talking about tonight. I want to talk to you about a story that we actually have posted at paranormalradio.com, posted by our news staff who have um, done a really good job in investigating and, and following up on some details and trying really to tie some loose ends together because the story we're going to talk about is one that, I've asked around, and most people either aren't aware of it or aren't aware of all of the details. And so if you go to paranormalradio.com, well, you will see a story that was uh, posted actually today. It's still today my time doing the show, January 27th. It was posted uh, about uh, with the headline, Witness Become Sick After Truck Carrying Lab Monkeys Crashes. Does this seem a little bit odd to to anyone? Let's get into some of the details here. A woman by the name of Michelle Fallon witnessed a truck carrying 100 lab monkeys that crashed in Pennsylvania. This happened last Friday afternoon. She became sick and is now on a two-week antiviral regimen and has received her first dose of the rabies vaccine. She told television station WBRE, I thought I was just doing the right thing by helping. I had no idea it would turn out this way. The next thing I know, the dump truck crashes into the trailer and it spins and both of them crash into trees. Pennsylvania State Police say a silver Dodge Ram pickup truck hauling the 
I believe it's macaw monkeys in a specialized trailer uh, collided with this uh, passing dump truck near the intersection of uh, Interstate 80 and Route 54 near Danville, again in Pennsylvania. Now, Fallon had been driving behind the truck when the driver pulled out in front of the dump truck, causing the collision, spilling the crates of monkeys. I mean, if, if you're thinking, Jeremy, you just came on in the middle of the night, and you're talking all of this crazy stuff. Did you pick this out of a novel that you're reading? Did you watch something on the sci-fi channel or something like that? I mean, I wish that was the case, but it's not, friends. A collision with a uh, a, a, a truck carrying crates of monkeys. So some of the crates fall out, and this woman, Michelle Fallon, got out to assist the drivers and said of the truck driver, he just asked if his trailer was okay. He never said, if you do come near a crate, do not touch it. If he would have told me that, I would have been more careful, end quote. Uh, the monkeys reportedly arrived in the United States from the island nation of uh, Mauritius in the Indian Ocean, and various reports from Philly Voice and New York Post claim that they were destined for an unnamed CDC-approved quarantine facility in either Florida or Missouri. Initially, there were local reports of four escaped monkeys, which triggered a large-scale search by Pennsylvania State Police, the Pennsylvania Department of Health, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Within 24 hours, all reported monkeys that were missing had been located and reclaimed, and as you'll hear, some euthanized. Macaws considered highly valuable for experimental research, each, each worth as much as $10,000. One of the diseases spread by long-tailed macaws is uh, herpes B, which can be transmitted through saliva, feces, and urine. Infections, though extremely rare, can lead to development of blisters and potentially life-threatening complications if left untreated, according to the CDC. Again, I'm reading from ParabnormalRadio.com. Witness becomes sick after a truck carrying lab monkeys crashes, dated January 27th. Now, PETA, of course, they're getting involved because anything involving animals, they have to stick their nose in. PETA has condemned how the incident was handled, including the exposure risk to humans and the decision to euthanize the escaped monkeys without explanation. The organization filed a complaint with the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which confirmed it has opened an investigation. Residents near the crash site urged to monitor their health for any signs of infection and seek medical attention immediately if symptoms begin to appear. The identity of the driver and passenger of the truck carrying the monkeys have not been disclosed at the time of this report, again dated January 27th, parabnormalradio.com. So there you have it. And I don't know, I'm just a... um, little bit mystified by that call me uh call me skeptical because i mean the information um that we that we had to gather uh, we we gathered from at least five different online sources including uh usa today and 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 new york post but then other publications which were closer to the the local market. You always want to kind of get a national and a regional perspective of a story. The the more local regional perspective is going to have more background uh, than say uh, a national report, which um, which would you know probably not know that information and really be talking more in generalities. But you know there have been 
many scenarios that have been you know seen in television shows and movies and whatnot uh, regarding monkeys and this could just i i understand very well could be just a scenario where these monkeys were going for some research that you know maybe had great intentions and uh, was legitimate and above the board and there was nothing wrong with it here but something tells me between the way that that it was carried i know it had a specialized uh, trailer, but there were crates basically in a pickup truck, which when I explained this story to someone earlier today, they said, you're kidding me. You know, they were, they were hauled around in a pickup truck and, and they, they certainly were from the reports that we've gathered. Again, there is conflicting information in, in this story, including well, where they're headed and maybe they already are, have some virus or some illness and now it has been, you know, transferred here from some other country, and who knows for what purpose. That is what is a scary. Call it a special report here tonight. I wanted to get this story up. We've been kind of keeping our pulse on it since it happened. It was Friday, uh, Friday afternoon, so a lot of bar- news gets buried over the weekend. So early in the week... You know, we we were hearing about it and investigating and and thinking we've got to get a story up online about this. We've got to get the information out there, and then and then gathering that information became, you know, a feat in and of itself. And luckily, we've got a good team of people working with us that you know make that job easier. And um, otherwise, you know, it would be hard to get some of this information out there because. You know, you are literally in in some cases having to, uh, you know, pluck this information, uh, not just from, you know, one or two sources, but as we, you know, cited five different sources in which we pulled, uh, you know, different um, bits of information in order to compile that story for you. Uh, And the reason that I say, you know, were they sick when they came here? Uh, Did they have something? Were they bringing something here? is is because of of the woman you know getting sick and that is is really suspect the fact that uh, the doctors have re- recommended an antiviral regimen you know indicates that she does have some sort of virus uh, or bacteria and she's also taken the rabies vaccine that information i i believe she volunteered because she wanted uh, you know people to know as she went on to say and you heard me um you know she would have been more careful would she have stopped and, and tried to help the monkeys and 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 try to make sure that you know she could keep you know the ones from escaping that did and render aid not only to uh the animals but maybe to any any people who who might be needed or or to block traffic you know i mean there's just a lot of things that one person could want to do stopping at a crash scene. But, I mean, this right here, I mean, has a making of uh, of a future film. I mean, based on this story alone that we've posted at parabnormalradio.com, there's a plot there. There's, a, there's absolutely a plot of, of a movie in the works. And people far smarter than I, or with more time... And effort and resources, you know, could put together some sort of sci-fi movie based on this plot. So what were these monkeys 
going to be used for? I mean, that is a question that um, I'll be pondering here for some time. Headed to a – what does CDC-approved quarantine facility mean? And, and you think about this, quarantine facility. I mean, a quarantine for facility for what? Why what? Do, do they have some sort of, uh, you know, illness, sickness, whatever it is? Uh, are, are they bringing something here? Is this being funded by us, much like the coronavirus and previous flus? And, uh, of course, we're going to stay on top of this story because I've got more questions here. I don't know how many of those questions I can legitimately expect that we will have answered. I mean, at this point, we don't even know from what I understand. And again, you know, these things change. And, you know, we're not going to spend every waking hour on this story because we have so much more going on in paranormal news and into the paranormal. But we're certainly going to be circling back and checking on this as of the information that I have. The people who were in the vehicle, the, the the truck with this specialized trailer that obviously wasn't good enough because, it you know, it spilled the monkeys. So we don't know who they are, and we don't know who they worked for. And, you know, we can't go knocking on the door asking, hey, it appears that you intentionally may have wanted to crash this vehicle with the monkeys. Uh, why, why do I say that? Well, it's just not smart for anybody driving a vehicle to pull out in front of a dump truck in traffic. And these, I'm going by the witness reports, and I'm going by what the Pennsylvania State, State Police said, which was that this pickup hauling the monkeys in this trailer pulled out in front of a dump truck. And that caused the collision. Out came the monkeys. I suppose this person may have suffered, could have suffered a medical situation. I mean, I'm not ruling that out. Maybe they were distracted. I doubt they're a, they're a bad driver because they were, they were tasked with getting these monkeys from, from some port of entry, from some Indian nation into the U.S. and then driven you know, through Pennsylvania to, who knows, either Florida or Missouri. I think if they were going to Florida, they were going the wrong way. But but I could be wrong about that. May have my barriers crossed. So we can't ask, you know, who they are or were. I say were because, you know, if, if the walls are closing in and they were involved w- with something that was like a top-secret research project that got out of hand, you know, they they could have been instructed to just go away. And I'll let you use your imagine about what go away may mean because of, a, you know, the liability factor. And if they are brought in for questioning or quarantining or arrested or something like that, and could this be nothing? Hmm, possible. Is it possible that these research monkeys are, you know, hauling up the interstate and Pennsylvania careless driver is a more common occurrence than I know of and you know of, or maybe they just had a bad driver or as we've been able to uncover, 
the monkeys headed to a CDC-approved quarantine facility. And again, so many questions on that. CDC-approved. Okay, and then quarantined from what? For what? And because of what, I guess? Do they have some sort of virus that, um, I don't know, they can only recover from here and they can't recover where they were? Or, you know, are they here because they're bringing a virus here intentionally? I'll just say this. I know we got a lot of truckers listening to the show. So if you're one of those truckers out there on the road or, or you drive often or you are a watcher of traffic, keep an eye out for me for vehicles that are hauling uh, crates of monkeys. I mean, it's probably an odd thing. It's uh, it's probably like a, a needle in a haystack thing. I might have uh, high hopes, but not have it really be uh, a reality. But if you're out there and you see monkeys being hauled around in vehicles, you know, like a, a pickup truck with a trailer, let me know. I'd love to know because I want to know if more of this is going on out there. And I want to know if this kind of thing has been increasing and if we can track an increase in this. I mean, I want to talk to truckers. Are, are you starting to see this kind of stuff on the road and you've never seen it before? Or are we making, you know, something out of nothing here? I mean, I'll admit that the, you know, we don't know what these research monkeys were going. We've, we've, we've uncovered some information about where they may have been going. But again, we're getting conflicting information. And, uh, you know, so therefore it is, um, it is very hard to confirm and to, you know, say for sure. So if, you, if you're on the road, if you see this, uh, this kind of activity on the road, I want to hear about it. You can get in touch with us uh, through the contact page on our website. You can shoot me a message directly through Facebook. We don't always know exactly how these things are going to play out, but we have our suspicions about what may be happening here. Because there are some very odd similarities. And I had heard some reports that the woman who we have talked about, and I'm going to see if I can actually get a, an article to, to back me up here before I say this. Yeah, I do have an official source on this, so I'm okay with uh, mentioning this. This is from Yahoo News, posted actually today. A woman who began to feel ill after she was exposed to monkeys bound for a CDC quarantine facility has learned that her sickness was not caused by the primates, but is simply about of COVID-19. Do you buy that? Or do you smell a rat? Did somebody get to Michelle Fallon? Did somebody tell her, hey, look, you cannot say this. You cannot say that you got sick after being in contact at the scene with these crashed monkeys. You can't say that because that would put the operation in jeopardy. So whether we have to pay you some money or whether we have to silence you uh, by some other means, force, taking away, I don't know, one's job, one's source of income, one's home, one's sense of security. So there is yet another twist to this story that a woman who had contact at the scene of a crash in Pennsylvania this last Friday on an interstate between a truck hauling a trailer 
with these monkeys, a hundred of, of them, a hundred macaws, headed to a research facility, a CDC-approved quarantine facility in either Florida or Missouri. This is all information we've uncovered. It's at parabnormalradio.com. It's on our social media. And all of the sources for the information mentioned within the story are in those links. Now, we put those links there for a, for a, a reason. Does that mean that the, that the information within those links cannot change? I, I'm sure it can. And if the story continues to change, well, it just it, it, it just gets my suspicions up there. Because what I suspect is, is actually happening right now is a cover-up. This, this woman got involved in something that, that she shouldn't have. And, and she was told to say, hey, look, no, you didn't actually get sick because of contact with these monkeys. And don't you dare ask where they came from or where they're going to or for what reason. So shut your mouth and just say you had COVID-19. I mean, everything's labeled COVID-19 these days, although some things are now being labeled the flu, which is very, very interesting because we haven't had flu cases uh, for, what, a couple of years now? So I would hope that you would share this link that you'll find on our social media. Please retweet. Please share. That helps us. People always wonder what they can do to help us. Maybe they can't contribute monetarily. Those of you who can, we thank you so much because you have pushed us closer to our goal. I mean, just imagine getting me more often instead of just Saturday nights at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. It could be you know, Thursday night into Friday morning. could be Friday night into Saturday. could be Sunday into Monday. You never know. We appreciate everybody for going to the Patreon page and giving us your support there. For those of you who listen on TalkStream Live, you're blowing up the servers tonight. So you're listening over there, keeping us, uh, you know, high, one of the highly ranked shows over on uh, TalkStream Live, Paranormal Radio app. And, of course, so it's one of the most popular streaming shows, uh, period, and that is thanks to you. So thank you again for uh, for your support. I just wanted to say that here bef- before we do say goodnight and bid you adieu. I would uh, ask that um, you know if you if you do want to support us that you know you do follow um, our news section at parabnormalradio.com. and uh, when we post these um, articles that uh, you share those, we're going to be ramping up our our original news coverage uh, on the website, and uh, you'll see those stories that are that are written by our news team. You'll also see stories that are written by uh, you know what I call my my friends. You know, sources that I that I support their work for the most part, and I have no problem linking to them uh, from our website. So by going to parabnormalradio.com and by perusing the news section, you're supporting us. And, and if you like what you see, by all means, go ahead and share that link uh, wherever you'd like and, and get people thinking. We need more people thinking when it comes to this stuff. Um, we just can't, you know, we can't be going into our shells. We can't be hiding in the closet and you know, thinking that the world's going to end, and uh, just clam up. Um, you know, we've got to think. Uh, you know, proactively, and and we've got to realize that um, you know, there's far more strange and and weird about you know the things that are happening around us than we could ever imagine. I mean, I have had a rude awakening in the last two years. I really have, because it's opened me up to. Um, you know the way that way that other people's people think and the way that they act and uh, the way that they feel or don't feel 
And I, I started this show in 2015, and I've been listening to shows like this from you know far beyond uh, and before that. But I always thought that I mean, look, this is stuff. This stuff is great, you know. I always love history lessons, so hearing about stuff that's happened in the past is just fantastic to me. I love that stuff. But I also realize that, you know, the stuff that's that's not right there on the surface, I mean, that you got to dig for is, you know, is far more entertaining, far more entertaining. But when I listened to to those stories that I heard on the radio for years, you know, when I started doing this program, like, okay, those are great. Again, I love hearing the history. I love having people come on and tell their stories. I love hearing people's theories, opinions, personal experiences. It's all well and good. Far more interesting than there's any than anything else I could talk about. But it never really affected me in the last two years. I don't know. It never affected me in in the way it has now. Does anybody else feel that way? I mean, I've been healthy the entire time. Two years. Two years ago, 2020, we talked with Dr. Stephen Hatfield. Yeah, he's the anthrax guy, but he wasn't the anthrax guy, okay? And then we were hearing these reports that we've been hearing for a couple weeks, but I just didn't know what to do with it. It was very hush-hush at first. We couldn't quantify it. We did this show looking back on the flu of 1918, three seconds until midnight. Are we on the brink of another one? And and we kind of got word of that. And that was really our first show that, that that touched on the COVID situation. If you haven't heard that, I highly encourage you to go back and check it out. Again, that was January of 2020 with Dr. Stephen Hanfill. And, you know, since then, these subjects have become so real to me and raw. Like I said, I've been healthy this entire pandemic. No, Nobody close to me has been affected by anything. You know, not in the hospital. One or two family members were in the hospital, ones that I haven't stayed close with over the years. So, I mean, nobody around me who was really, really super close to me, you know, been really lucky, I guess. But in that two years, so it's not that that has, you know, forced me to to have this awakening, you know, to hit close to home, kind of like what I was talking about. It's an awakening that I've been seeing by the actions of others and by the trends that I'm seeing. And I think most people will agree that this whole COVID-19 situation has changed everyone. It has opened up eyes to what was thought to be impossible. It's now possible, and not only it's possible, it is reality in many cases. But to think that a situation in which led the COVID-19 situation could not be perpetrated again is naive thinking, in my opinion. If you fail one time and you don't accomplish the numbers in which you had hoped to accomplish, you'll try and you'll try and you'll try again. Was this an attempt? Where were these monkeys really headed? Why were they headed there? Why were they in quarantine? I'm Jeremy Scott from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. Good night, everyone.